Hello, and welcome to Positive Spark Plug. I'm your host, Candice. I'm so excited for you to be joining me for today's episode. I have the wondrous, spectacular Philippa, and she is returning for the second time on the Positive Spark Plug, and I'm so excited because her journey has been remarkable. She has lost over 180 pounds. She has gained a whole new sense of confidence. She has moved up and is conquering the wellness um, factor in all companies, um, especially the hospitals. And she is just phenomenal with such a beautiful soul and i'm excited for you guys to reconnect with her if you've already heard her first episode if you haven't i'm excited for you guys to get to know her and learn from her and are you guys ready because here we go hello philippa how are you i'm great how are you doing I am doing excellent. Thank you for joining me once again on the Positive Spark Plug podcast. I am so excited to reconnect with you, to dive into your story because you have gone through a huge transformation since we last talked almost two years ago on the podcast. (laughs) Crazy, right? So I want... I want to catch up. So my honestly, my first question for you before we get before we get going on your story is um just to have some fun. What three emojis best describe you and why? Oh boy. Okay. That that you know what? I'm going to I'm going to um answer those. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a fun question. I'm going to answer those both based on uh, the workplace wellness pillars that we have in my organization. So physical, um, oh, there's a couple there. We got to have the strong arm one, okay? We got to have the strong arm one. Um, psychological health, I think we have to have the the hands, okay? Yeah. Um, and psychological health, and uh, the social health. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, it has to be the dance one. <laughs> or exactly like the lady um or the um hug one the hug one is probably my favorite right now because yes we're, we're in physical distancing we're not in social distancing so <laughs> correct correct i love those i love those oh yeah i just like with the way that the world is right now i just like giving some people some fun little stuff to hear about my 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 guests, but also it just kind of brings a little bit of a light to who you are without it being so serious. And I love that. Um, Great question. <laughs> thank you. Um, so to get going, the last time we talked, you were doing Zumba, you were doing classes, you were in schooling. Where are you now? You're doing PT, which I've been watching your journey. Your yeah. weights have gone up. Your technique has just flourished. Well, first of all, two years, it's incredible. So I think when I la- we last spoke, I was working three jobs. I think I was a yeah. uh, wellness coordinator at Centennial College and Contract. I was working in the city of Toronto and I was working at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> working seven days a week. And funnily enough, uh, I'm currently 
back to working seven days a week, but really happily because of the demands of my job. So I'll try and rewind and then bring up the speed as to where I am. So after that, um, I, I was able to get a lot more hours and everything from the city. So I was able to increase my teaching uh, classes. Um, so I left Starbucks uh, and I just had that. I had the city of Toronto um, and the, the college position, which was a contract. And then what, what that, when that ended, the city of Toronto just, it just ballooned up to me teaching multiple classes, working in the fitness centers. Um, and then from there, I, um, well, it was really funny. A friend on Facebook tagged me in this post for the Scarborough Health Network wellness coordinator permanent part-time position. And I was, I was working, um, probably shouldn't put this on record, but <laughs> I was working on my shift and I thought, oh, on my lunch break. <laughs> Let, yeah. me, let me just apply for it. Let me just, you know, put my resume together. And, and I thought, well, if nothing else, it'll be just a good exercise, in, you know, getting my resume updated. <laughs> yes. Literally, she took the print after seeing the post. Um, it literally was closing the following Monday. And again, you know, you apply for so many jobs, you, you, you get hopeful. Um, and then I literally ha things happened with so quickly. I had the interview, I think the, by the end of the, that week. Um, then it, it took another uh, week or so The um, references are being checked. You still had, didn't have that job offer, right? But I, yep. I, I want to share this about when you, when people, we have a lot of graduates right now that are facing, you know, question marks as to what's going to happen, you know, and are they maybe having different interviews differently or maybe there's some in person. I don't know, but I will say this much from that experience. When a job is right for you, your your emotions uh so some people go into job interviews and they feel nervous and they get a little, yeah. a little anxious i had none of those symptoms and i've had those before i've walked into interviews and i've been drenched in sweat and like <laughs> i remember sitting with my now director and um another patient care manager that interviewed me and it was the most natural conversation to the point where i out of there thinking I think I'm pretty sure I had this job but also knowing I did the best I could and there's there's no way if I didn't get the job it wasn't because I didn't get did, give a, get a good interview it was just simply there may have been another fit but literally, um, I got offered that job um, within um, let's see I guess I was permanent part-time so I was working three days a week it was just so grateful to get you know all those benefits back and just be part of, 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 of an organization because the Scarborough Health Network had just started. Uh, they just merged all the three Scarborough hospitals. So yep. I kind of with um, looking at the existing program and then also, you know, being able to sort of see where can we go from here? You know, it was, I was a fresh perspective coming from the private sector. Um, and from there, I got by this, oh no, I'll rewind. We have applied for the Good Life um, Health and Wellness Leadership Award as an organization. So we submitted it. And it was more just sort of my director said, let's just try it because this is what we have. Let's just put it out there and we're what yeah. we do. And from there, we got the runner up. And I've barely been there, what, eight months, which was so exciting. Um, yeah. He came down to the to the presentation. We went off to their conference, their wellness conference, and thus begun the journey of Scarborough Health Network Wellness Program for employees. So 
Uh, by December, I became permanent full-time, which was just amazing after two years of, of uh, you know, looking uh, for work and, and making up full-time hours on that precarious employment, but um, always feeling grateful, always feeling grateful for what I had. Um, so it was, it's just, it's just ballooned from there. So sorry, just let me rewind. One of the, the tips I want to show graduates is if you, if you're, you know what industry you want to be in, you graduate from your program, whether it's health sciences, lab, whatever it is, stay in your field. Even if that obvious, the job that you're in isn't obvious. Like, for example, I knew I wanted to be in wellness or at, at wellness in a workplace. But the city of Toronto job allowed me to stay in fitness. Stay in your genres as much as possible. And and that way your resume, it, it, you're building on it, right? We all need to pay our checks, you know, pay our bills, everything. Um, but it just when you're looking for work, even if it's part-time, look for something that's linked to your sector because that will help you to stay focused, to stay on, on par with where you want to go. That's just my little graduate tip. Um, so what else have I done? Well, <laughs> so now, yeah, so here I am. Um, so yeah. what, what are some, what are some of the, the, what are some of the struggles that you might have? Because you were, you were in a bit of like a mental and physical transformation while yeah. applying, applying for this job. How did you, how did you manage to not feel, I guess, so overwhelmed with the fact that you're wanting to get in better health, have a healthier mindset, but also focusing on creating a career? Those, those are hard to juggle. <laughs> so how did yeah. you, how did you manage to, to, to make yourself get to where you are because I've, I've seen you flourish within your workplace and your personal training. So what are some struggles that you've had to, to overcome to make sure that you're putting yourself equally in both? So mentally, I think I had, I, and I have to be honest with you, I think the, the biggest struggle I'm having right now in this moment is probably more, is more mental because I've realized that my wellness journey is, 100% driven from the, from the fitness, right? I, I've actually lost close to now, like cumulatively close to about 170, 175 pounds. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so that, that, that's from the very beginning to, to really now. And now obviously with all the gyms and everything closed, that's been, that's also been my stress relief. So there's a lot of, um, I have to really now dig deep mentally to um, change my routine, to, to really try and with the demands of my job, um, yeah. how do I um, mentally get into the headspace to work out when I know I'm giving 150% to my job? And just for the record, there's, there, you know, um, our workplace, our department is 724 availability. This does not mean we have to work. So I just want to put that on record. We're not required to work seven days in a row, we are encouraged to take breaks. As the wellness coordinator, I encourage you to take breaks and so forth. <laughs> um, as the only wellness coordinator for all three sites, um, and I have a team of my fitness instructors that are supporting me, I do feel the the, the drive to go into the units and do what I'm doing, stretching and breathing, and give them those moments of self-care. Um, so that's, that's why I do it. Uh, but I, I promise you, I will take a break. <laughs> um, 
So I think mentally, what do you do? It's it's having that conversation with yourself. Um, I think there's two things that I I really advocate for mental support. Who's your circle of care? So who are those people? Um, it could be your parents. It could be your friends. It could be your, your some of your coworkers. It could be a combination of those people. Those are the people that you need to have on your phone. Those are the people that you talk to every morning or every day at lunch hour, on your breaks. You randomly send a text to just to vent. Um, you, you find those people. If they haven't come to you already, um, yep. you need to find that circle of care. Um, and that's your social connection. Cause, and, I, and I really want to stress that the news talks a lot about social distancing and physical distancing. We want to, I, I would rather hear the press say it's physically distancing you need to do, not socially distancing. When people hear yeah. they they don't want to look to you, they don't want to talk to you. That's the wrong message. Um, social distancing is sends the wrong message. It says don't don't talk to people, don't text people, just stay in your world. Yeah. That's you need to you can have a conversation with someone six feet away with you know. Do exactly what we're doing now: video conference, FaceTime. Um, that is, you need to, you need to bring that into your life. Um, I've been very very fortunate to have um, a number of people um, that have reached out to me. Um, I have uh, one very very special person, a uh, very special friend who has he has taken the time to um, really be my advocate for. Um, my own well-being. Um, he championed uh, myself, uh, you know, in, in reminding me about my self-care and reminding me that I am important. Um, and also I can talk to him. He understands my work. He shares um, a lot of uh, my tears <laughs> and, and anger sometimes and, and laughter. Um, it's, it's tough. Um, I've been fortunate uh, enough to reconnect with this individual, I guess, the past, gosh, I think almost a year. Um, we've known each other for a while, and it's it's really made a huge difference in my life. So your circle of care can be a number of people. It can be one particular person, um, but it's, it's, it's just find it, seek it out, reach out to people, and also adopt people. <laughs> you know, I, I would actually like to challenge anyone that is on Facebook or Instagram. Some of your followers are just followers. You don't know them, maybe. They just follow you for your brand or your what you're doing. But on yes. Facebook, it's a bit more of a personal level there. You know somebody. It could be a high, old high school friend or um, somebody you work with or work with previously you don't need to see anymore. Reach out to them. I challenge everybody to, to adopt a friend, adopt a colleague, adopt a person um, that, you know, even if it's just once a day, you're sharing a quote or or, or create a create a group, um, create WhatsApp groups. Um, yeah, you know, um, put a theme to it and karaoke. I don't know, share jokes, do do anything. <laughs> yeah, just stay connected. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing. But 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 I think that's also been the trick to me being in my job. I'm a, I'm a I like talking to people. I like getting out there. I mean, when we met, you know, I mean, never forget our equipment our equipment volunteering time at Canfit. Um, oh, I loved it. It was so fun those first couple of years, right? 2013, 2014, best team ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, it was so much fun. So much um, fun. And, you know, I think it's about 
keeping the conversation alive uh, with with your with your peers, and also keeping the conversation alive with yourself. And by that I mean the self talk. Okay? Yes, it's very easy for us to say the negative self talk and not see, and not positive self talk. For example, I'll, I'll use water. You know, we all we we heard drink eight glasses eight glasses of water a day. Well, when I ask people, you know. Okay, what have you drunk water today? How much have you had? They're like, oh, well, I only had two glasses of water today. So I said, okay, flip the conversation. Celebrate the fact that you had two glasses today, not that you haven't had the other six. So it's um, yes. talk to yourself, right? How do you, how do you, um, encourage yourself when, when there's nobody else to or, you know, in, in those moments? And, and that's what it is. Flip the conversation. And I have this con, so many people say to me, they no time to work out. I'm like, okay, I, I, I buy that. But do you have a calendar on your phone? Do you have a calendar in your, in your workplace on your Outlook? And they're like, yeah. Do you schedule meetings? Yes. Why don't you schedule a meeting for yourself? I'm like, what do you mean? I said, in my phone, all my personal training sessions are there. All of, I actually put my lunch break in there. Um, so even if I don't get to it, it's a constant reminder that I need that. That's my self-care moment, right? Yes. Taking a break for, I'm worried. So I said, they're like, well, then I can't, I can only, I only have the weekends for for working out or going to the gym. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Start that. If that's something that you, um, commit to say 11 o'clock cycle, spin class, wherever, put it in your calendar. And if that's the only thing you do all week, that's fine. And yep. that create a habit. Make it a routine. Yes. After that, if it is not, um, if you don't, if you do anything extra, right? Like if you can go, well, you know what? I, I, I've got Thursday. I, I'm off early or I, I can, I can get there. Then that's bonus. Then you want to build a routine. You want to build a pattern, a healthy pattern within yourself and, and plant that. And I, and you, and many people have heard me mention about planting that wellness seed. That's just another tangible way of doing it. So yes. I believe we all have, we are all busy. We're never going to stop being busy, but it's hundred percent. Yeah. If we take the time to schedule an appointment for the dentist, for the doctor, or you're picking up your dry cleaning, um, taking your, your kids or family, cooking, cooking your meals. Yep. Why wouldn't you schedule yourself time to go to the gym, to do something, yeah. to do your fitness, uh, put your self care moments in your calendar on your personal phone, set a reminder. Yep, and it's a meeting. Do we do it to respect other people's minds. Yep. Not respect yourself. Exactly, 100%. And I was actually listening to a podcast, uh, Todd Durkin's podcast, and he had, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I want to say Daniel, but I don't think it is, but he's the gentleman that wrote Atomic Habits, the book. It's a phenomenal book. If anybody hasn't read it, they should definitely read it. Um, and he was... He on the podcast, he was talking with Todd about how one of his clients legitimately, it was the pure fact of just getting there, doing the step of getting there. So he was talking on the podcast about how this gentleman would legitimately show up at the gym every day for five minutes and then sometimes would leave after those five minutes. But what he was doing is he was getting himself into the position, into the mindset of showing up no matter what, 
even if it's just to the gym for five minutes, you show up to the gym, you start walking on that treadmill and you're like, yeah, no, that I'm a little, like, I'm a little bit more sore than I thought. Maybe I pulled my back a little bit. Maybe today should be a stretching day, but Hey, I showed up. Yeah. I showed up. I'm at the gym or I'm at my spot, wherever I train and I work out, I showed up. And even if it is just walking for five minutes and going, okay, it makes you want to do it again. Yeah. Show up again. Show up again. And it was just teaching him. And that whole aspect was just teaching him how it is meant for you to just show up in life. Show up no matter how you feel. Work within how you feel while showing up. It was amazing. I loved yeah. it. Absolutely. Um. So for... For anybody that's, you know, trying to manage, you know, a work and, and physical, you're saying your social circle is very important, which is very, very key. Your inner dialogue is extremely important. I love that you brought up the whole water thing because the water drinking is definitely something that I personally struggle with all the time. Yeah. I, mean, I wasn't deprived of water by any means, but I can think back as far as like grade four when you can first try out for sports during public school and I would be in the gym at practice and everybody would go run and get water and I would be standing there and the teachers are like are you not thirsty and I'm like no I'm okay like I can think that far back of not going and like just having water and it's not like I drink I don't drink juice throughout the day I'll have maybe a coffee or two throughout the day but if I'm thirsty I'll just sip on something I don't like drink a whole bunch so <laughs> I've been challenged a lot to keep drinking a lot more water my brother's girlfriend who I live with she's a water drinker so she's always getting on us about drinking water but I like how you talk about celebrating the two glasses instead of going, well, I only drank the two glasses. Cause I do that to myself and I'm huge on self talk, but I never even thought of that. Just celebrating what you have accomplished. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important because you know, you want to build yourself up. Um, the, you want to, and, and if you, if you're constantly beating yourself down, you, at some point you're going to feel what's the point and then, and then yeah. you'll stop and you'll give up. So it's, and you'll stop doing it. Yeah, exactly. It's just a matter of, of, of changing that habit. And I think with water, I think the biggest thing people have to remember, and I know you know this, Candice, is you, you don't drink water when you're thirsty. You should be drinking water before you're thirsty. When you're thirsty, you're actually a little too late. You're already dehydrated, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Got to put that on record. <laughs> she listens to this again, right? I'm in, I'm in full coaching mode right now. Right? <laughs> And I just got busted. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So let's go a little bit more into your, before we dive into like your work, yeah. you, start, you, were, you were already on a fitness journey before you got this job. How yeah. has, how has that been? How have, how are you feeling? What struggles have you gone uh, through? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, question, but this is two years worth of phenomenal transformation. And yeah. as much detail as you can give me, I want to hear it because I am in awe of your transformation. 
Oh, thank you so much. Um, so when I started the permanent part-time job here in my office, I had steady income. Um, I was always at the, the Y um, when I was sort of doing my three jobs, but it was so tough because I was teaching about five to eight Zumba classes a week. It was a lot of cardio in my life, almost too much. But when it's a paycheck, you know, you, you need you need to keep going. Um, and everybody yeah. loves to teach Zumba, so <laughs> I can teach anything, right? Except cycle fit yoga and acrofit. So, <laughs> <laughs> So I was um, working that a lot, and then I finally had to say to myself, okay, the 12-hour days were what they were. They were three different jobs, three different places, but I had to get back to strength training. So I was, even before I got the job, I had sort of, I, I tweaked into, I lost a lot of my strength training. I lost a lot of muscle tone, and I, I, and I, and I think I put on weight again because I'd lost muscle. I'd lost some of my toning. Yep. Um, when I got the permanent position, I then said, okay, that's it. I've got good money coming in. Um, it's time to, to get to that next level. And I must be honest, as a fitness instructor specialist, there's a little bit of like, well, why do I need person training? I should be able to do my own training, right? I'm, I'm educated. What, what do I need her trainer for? 100%. Yeah, because... Coaches need you know, coaches, though. Exactly. It was almost, I'm almost embarrassed to even think I needed to have a personal trainer. And even now, people question me, like, well, aren't you fitness? Like, you're an athlete, you teach group fitness. And I'm like, yeah, but I need a coach. I need that support. I'm no different. I'm still a person. I still have, yeah. have barriers to, to success. I still feel what you guys feel. Remember, 100%. my class, when you come to my Zumba class, when you talk to me, I'm your coach. But I also need that. <laughs> so when I, and it made sense, um, I had had some personal training um, at Centennial College through a wonderful girl um, named Michelle at, when I was in college. But that, again, I couldn't afford a lot. She coached me, I think, once a week um, while I was still kind of working um, on contract. But uh, when I got back to the Y, it just made sense for me to have the, the training at the Y because Norm... Um, has known me from the day the days when I was like 250 pounds to two fitness classes. It just made sense. Yep. Um, and also the why was changing a lot of the group fitness classes and programming, um, such as businesses do. So it just made sense to to have him uh, be my trainer. And I started training with him. I guess now I think it was October 2018. I think it was yeah, just a few months after I started working. And oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh wow, it's funny now. All my Facebook memories are flashing up about all the, <laughs> some of the photos. But I have progressed. Um, push-ups are still a challenge, Candace. I hate them. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I I'm not a fan of push-ups either. Don't. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I swore I could never do a burpee. I, 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 I as you've seen, I can do burpees now. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I am. I have progressed so much. I'm running now. Um, at least last last training session, um, a mile under under 11 minutes now. I think. Um, wow. I am deadlifting now 135. Woo! And yeah, it's crazy. And the goal was by the summer to go to 150. Unfortunately, obviously not um, having the Y open or any fitness center. That's we're going to delay that goal. It's not going away. It's just going to be delayed. But yep. trying the toning, I mean, I am the slimmest and strongest I've ever, ever been. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's incredible. And I do encourage anyone to, to look at my Instagram, um, and, 
and see some of the videos that I've posted through the training. And I just, it's incredible. I get, when I first deadlifted, I think a hundred pounds, like it was, it was like, what? I did this? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, how strong I actually have become and will continue to become. And oh yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm missing it desperately. I'm not going to lie, but that's, that's what's happened. Personal training. I, I then became, um, excuse me, uh, the Sweat for Good champion for the Y for 2020 for the actual big challenge itself. And wow, amazing. So, and uh, actually one of my colleagues today told me that she saw her, her brother saw my poster up on um, in uh, on a bus in Durham when the Y, why does the Sweat for Good challenge program? So, and I'm like, oh, darn, well, <laughs> I, I mean, my whole banner was up in the Y, I think I posted it on Facebook and Instagram, but. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on a, I'm on a bus. Like, I feel like this whole Carrie Bradshaw moment from Sex and the City. Woo! Yeah, take it, take it, take it. <laughs> um, so, um, that's pretty, that was pretty exciting. And our team won. Our team won. We took it home. And that was the last big thing at the Y. Um, of course, that the following Saturday was the last time the Y was open and now it's shut until, uh, pending COVID, um, you know, reopening and stuff like that. <coughs> Excuse me. So what are you, how are you going to, because um, your deadlift weight that you want to reach to, yeah. it's not like you said, it's not like you're just quitting on it. You're just postponing it. But yeah. what are you, what are you doing? Has your, has your, has your personal trainer given you anything to do at home? to keep yourself moving, to keep the hamstrings strong, the back strong, yeah. the strong. What, are you, what are you doing to keep yourself at least focused so that when you get back to the bar, you're not just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is the biggest challenge. I'm not going to lie. Um, we've been going, I've been working seven straight days since March 13th. I haven't had a break. I haven't given myself a break to be fair for the record. Um, it's been a challenge. Uh, there's been a lot of, uh, eight to 12 hour days. Um, I've been supporting a lot of um, different things in the, in the organization. I'm on a task force uh, for staff connection. Um, so it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. My, my entire time and thinking has to be with the 5,200 employees of this organization right now. Um, and so I cover, I'm the wellness coordinator for all three Scarborough hospitals under the Scarborough health network. So um, Scarborough Centenary, uh, Birchmount and Scarborough General. Wow. Safety. So I have a very, very uh labor of love job, to be to be perfectly honest. Um online fitness is my is my friend. Um I usually it's taken me though it took me a good two or three weeks to kind of get into it because yeah. I had to change my mindset. Um and I had to accept the fact that I cannot do what I'm expected to do or want to do at yep. the gym. So the YMCA actually uses this as an opportunity to promote, um, to, to post, to do free online classes. So I get to do, um, and they're, they're recorded. So you can see them live or you can, um, do them later on. Oh, nice. We have great partnerships as well, um, with Good Life. So the Les Mills On Demand is available. Uh, Little Lemon has some fantastic, um, free online classes. So. I'll be looking at those as well. So I, I, I stick to the Y right now. One of the instructors on there uh, was my education specialist when I was at the Y as a volunteer. Um, 
So I, I tend to do the, the to, to, to do that. And I do have access to our fitness system equipment because our fitness centers on site are closed down. We have two, one at General, one at Birch now. So I have actually taken the opportunity to, to lend those out to our members. Um, nice. Obviously can't use the facility to use in their departments. And I've taken a few things myself. Um, but, you know, my focus right now, Candace, as much as I do want to continue, and, I, and, and I've been doing the squat challenge, um, you know, and, and things you like that. I keep moving and, and, it, and, and we're stretching, we're actually going into departments and we're stretching them. We're doing breathing exercises. And, you know, I, I, I could find more time, but it's also hard. I'm at home. Um, I've actually ordered some weights from Treadmill Factory. They haven't arrived yet. So there, there's a lot of challenges around doing fitness. Um, but I, I'm, I'm actually also doing, um, I've always wondered about doing intermittent fasting and a cleanse. Not that I'm eating badly, but you know, yeah. there's a few more extra meals. I mean, I'm, um, I'm actually, I, I ordered through a wonderful company and I, I don't mind giving them a plug because they're fantastic. Um, called Fresh City Farms. Um, okay. they deliver my lunches. Um, and they've been amazing for customer service wise for me. Um, I just reminding them that I, you know, you know, I'm in healthcare. I don't drive on um, seven days a week. Um, their food is organic. Um, cause I'm mostly, I would say I'm about 90% plant based. Um, but I still like my eggs and chicken and, and the occasional meat. Um, and some of my sweets and things like that. But yep. it, I'm mostly plant based. So I'm, I'm very focused on, um, eating healthy regardless. Yes. Um, so that has been, um, you know, that's, that's sort of been the way I've been managing. Um, it's, it's really just changing your mindset. Like you just, you, um, the, the, the classes I do at the Y are about 30 minutes each. Um, they're mostly body weight. Um, Amy, who's total fit class that I've been doing, uh, most, she uses like a t-shirt or a tea towel. I'll pick up the weights that I've got from, from the, from the center, but, it's, um, and I, I, I did a couple of Zumba, my Zumba routines last week with my, one of my fitness instructors. Um, we, uh, like today, for example, I'm doing another 12 hour day. Um, or I'm kind of sight jumping. I'm at one of my birch mount right now. And when we, at the end, towards the end of the day, I sort of kind of, um, take an hour or so. And, uh, she had me doing some boxing last week, which was quite fun. And then we did a couple nice. of routines. So, you know, there's, if you have access to equipment, um, by all means use it, but there's a lot of things you can do at home without that. Um, yeah. you know, soup cans, I mean, heck, laundry, carry that vacuum cleaner up and down the stairs. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of, uh, Pilates, yoga, um, has a strength base to it. And it's just, you kind of just have to get outside of your comfort zone. Um, cause we are creatures of habit. Um, yes. And, and, and there is stuff you're going to have to let go, right? I have to let go of the fact that I'm not going to be able to deadlift. You know, the weight that you're used to, yeah. You have to change it. Um, and also, too, uh, you know, there's a lot of repetitive strain that we put in our bodies anyways from, from, keeping, from keeping going and going and going. And there's nothing wrong with some rest. Um, yes. So also allowing yourself that time. Because right now I would say my fitness schedule is really on the weekend. I, at the end of my shift, you know, um, I did an hour last night before I left work. Um, and again, I'll do that today. So 
normally I'm in the gym, um, or I, I still teach at the Cross of the city. So of course that stopped now. Um, I was working out, uh, I think five to six times a week, right? And that was one, one class of Zumba on the Mondays and then Tuesday, Thursday were training or Tuesday, Wednesday were training or no, Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday were training. And then Wednesday did a kettlebell class and then I would sometimes take Thursday and Friday off. So, and then Saturday cycled it. So there was, um, there was always something I only, I had, I had a very, very tight, like exact. Yeah, I did, and it's it's been very, very hard, very, very hard for me. Um, but I, you know, you find other ways to do it. Um, for me, gotta adapt. Yeah, you have to adapt. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, change management is, you know, we talk about that in the organization as as such a such a big thing. Change management is is something that um doesn't just happen at your work; it happens in your life. Um, and, I'll, I, and, and some people are forced to change through injury, whether it's acute, repetitive, or just, um, uh, because you, you know, if you're not getting any results. So yeah. you have to constantly be ready to, to, uh, consider, um, how can I do something else and still get the same result? So I've really had to kind of, um, embrace uh, other ways to, to stay fit. And, 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 and that's also nutrition, right? Um, I, I get it. People are home, you know, the baking, like, listen, I love bacon. I, Lamanas, right? I love Lamanas and I can't wait until Lamanas is open again. I know you can pick up, but luckily I have no time to go pick up and I don't drive. <laughs> um, I love my sweet. I love the bacon, but people, Please, please, please <laughs> watch how much you're eating up your baking and eating because, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's going to come back to you. <laughs> it will. It will. It, it will. It, 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 yeah. And it's like today and then by the end yeah, of court. And, and honestly, but you can still enjoy your, here's another thing too. You can still enjoy your baked goods with the healthier flours. Okay. There are healthier alternatives. So. Find those, get those delivered to your home. The flour doesn't always have to be the the, the white all purpose, okay? <laughs> all that stuff of butter. But but having said that too, you know you do want to enjoy. Um, but uh, it, eating healthy, I think, will if people aren't going to be active or as active, yep. Then you really need to be conscious of what you're what you're eating, right? So what you're eating. The Uber Eats. Um, Uber Eats now, actually, a lot of these places are doing the, the healthy menu. You know, oh. yeah, you can, if you go into Uber Eats now, that actually is, there's a healthy option of, of restaurants, like they have in groceries. So it's not all the pizza and the McDonald's and, and all of that stuff. So I really encourage people that are getting deliveries, um, to look at these alternates. Um, because if you can't work out, I get it, right? You may not, yeah. work out, but, you, you, the weight it will be tough to get off as I, okay. It is, well, the first hundred pounds was just under two years. And then the, the rest of it now, you think cumulatively, I, well, I met you in 2013 and I've yes. been in, in the Y since 2011 and we're now 2020. We'll say 18, 19. So not to, not to discourage you guys, you know, but it, it's a long journey to get back to healthy. Right? Yes. Get healthier. And not everyone has to lose the weight that I did, but just be mindful of that. Um, that, you know, uh, I guess we've heard this phrase, you are what you eat, right? Yeah. 
Um, but you know, having said that though, listen, there's moments, there's moments where you just need to enjoy life. You need to enjoy those, those, uh, banana chocolate chip muffins that I'm so to me. <laughs> those chocolate um, chip um, cookies. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, Shea, she was on, she was on my podcast as well. And when we were discussing, um, nutrition, and ever since she said this, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, can I steal this and share it? She's like, of course. She likes to talk about nutrition as there's that whole 80-20 rule that everyone talks about. But how she puts it is you're eating 80% of the time for your health. The 20% is not called a cheat meal because she says if you feel like you have to put the cheat word in it, you automatically have this guilty feeling in your body. Yeah. She calls it 20% soul food. So this food is for my soul. So I know I'm going out with my girls. We're going to be eating cheese and all different kinds of platters and foods. So what can I do to make sure that before that time, I'm eating for my health so that when I get to that girls' night, all the food is for my soul. It's for the good time. It's for my time with my friends. It's to help just punish my body with good yummy treats, whether it's baking, whatever it is. But she calls it soul food because we, food is what connects us as human beings. Absolutely. And she, doesn't, she doesn't like having that guilt to it. She says, as soon as you put, oh, a uh, cheat meal. Well, why is it a cheat yeah. meal? Like just, yeah. it's, it's a meal that is going to give something to your body, whether it's a craving. Mm -hmm. I crave chocolate. And sometimes until I eat chocolate, I can get extremely miserable. And it's just like, it's a mindset. It's the chemicals in the body. It's women's stuff of the month, like all these kinds of things. But all of a sudden I get a piece of chocolate. I'm like, ah, like you legit, like see me just like, whoa, like, <laughs> with, like and I'm good. <laughs> and that's all I needed, right? And it's like, instead of going, nope, I can't have that. I can't have that chocolate because it's not time or it's not my cheat day or it's not my cheat meal. No, no, no. It's, no, I'm having a piece of chocolate. I'm enjoying it. I'm letting my body enjoy it, my mind, my soul enjoy it. And then now, what can I do to either tighten up or to just go back on track? Yeah, absolutely. You make some really, really good points, uh, Candace. I mean, you know, it's, it's such a, it's food is, I'm a foodie. I am. Yep. And they're like, well, like, really? Cause, cause food is not the enemy, right? No. It isn't the enemy. Um, you know, there, there, people ask me all the time, how do you lose all this weight? How do you lose weight? And it's, it, it's really not complicated. There's no fancy plan. There's no magic formula. You just have to burn more than you consume. So here's my thing. If you choose to have McDonald's seven days a week, three times a meal, um, two times a day, you know how many calories that, that's you've accumulated. Go for it. But you just got to make sure you burn all that off. So yes. what, what the, the food life, the food world is offering you is a choice. Yep. You can, you can, if you want, if you feel that you've got the, the ability to burn off 10,000 calories a day, Absolutely. It's, it, go for it, right? Yep. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. I know that the, the amount of effort it puts into my activities, um, and, you know, it, it's not, I'm not going to be able to do it. 
So I definitely see y'all three times a day. Um, yes. So it's your relationship with food. Yeah, it's it's your relationship with food, right? Um, and you know, like any relationship, uh, or whether it's job or personal friendship, you got you got to learn about each other. You got to, yes. right? You know, um, right? McDonald's, and and, and so here's my thing. Uh, uh, one of the things that I found really successful for me was. I didn't do a special diet. I didn't do Weight Watchers. I didn't do anything that's out there, um, you know, um, in, in, in the world now. Even though I do, I actually think Weight Watchers is probably one of, if, if you're going to go on, on a plan, I'm not, I'm not plugging. I don't work for Weight Watchers, but I think it's, it, it, it'll give you a fighting, fighting chance to, to make the healthier choices. Um, it's, you know, food is also very social. Like we talked about the social connection with food. Well, when we're social and when the malls are open, we go to the food court, we go to the movies, we hang out. I never wanted to be with um, a bunch of friends and go, oh, I can't eat here. Hmm. Yeah. That that disconnects you from the social, right? So you don't want to do that. But one of the things why I, what I love now is the calories are now showing in all the menus and all on all the restaurants and food courts. And even though there's some controversy about calories, at the end of the day, if you're in the mall, you're waiting for the movie, the movie's over, you guys are grabbing a bite. If you're in the McDonald's line, say you're with six friends and five want McDonald's. Well, I don't want to be the one to say, you could, you can all go your own ways. I mean, but sometimes you want, you're, you're, you're kind of in the moment and you want to stay with, with your, with your, with your. Yeah. So look at that menu and look at the choices that you have. And. So, okay, what's what's the lesser of, of the evil, right? Like, what's or sorry, McDonald's is an evil, just for the record. But what's the lesser of the of the of your choice, right? Like, so in a lot of food court places, there's a lot of different options for um for you know um it's not just all about Big Macs and supersizing. You know, there's grilled chicken, there's salad. So just in that moment, you're still with McDonald's, you're still with your friends. You just make the choice that works for you. So keep it real. That's that's me keeping it real. So after the challenge, when my best friend Liz and um, you know our friends went out to to, to Lamanas, hey, that's okay, right? Yeah. I spent three hours doing a huge massive workout. <laughs> um, enjoy it, enjoy it. Um, but know your limits, right? Know what you can. Yeah. Um, so like you said, it's a relationship. It's, it's getting to know each other, um, and understanding what you're putting in your food, um, or what putting in, what you're, what you're eating, what you're putting in your mouth. But yep. also, now I think one of the big things nutrition wise for me is, has been trying to recognize the macros, like the, the different, how much protein I need, how many carbs I need. And so the learning about that, and I, I kind of haven't really had time to look at that more precise for myself, but, uh, right now, but, um, that, that's the next step because also recognizing that with all my weight loss, my, my target isn't just weight loss, Like there's still some pockets of areas that I want to let go of, but it also, um, we need to, um, you know, I need to sort of, now I have to eat for my maintenance. I have to eat for my strength because yep. I want to lift that heavy. Like I'm hungry all the time. My yes. is like zoom shooting through group and even now like i feel like i'm i'm kind of doing a bit of a cleanse right now with some natural supplements and um it's, it's, it's a very easy one i'm not changing my routine but i am i'm finding i am still 
you're burning, which is weird because I'm not lifting, right? So what's happened? I've trained my body. My body has become accustomed to to moving. So moving. I do work out now. It's like this. Yeah, I, I'm still burning calories. So you know, and it's it's just learning. It's a constant, constant learning. Um, and your eating just changes. It doesn't. You don't. You don't lose the weight, celebrate, yay, and then go back to bad habits. Yes, no. Constantly, constantly um, adjust your your course. Yes, it has to. It, it has to be consistency. It has to be something. I, when I'm with my clients, I'm always like you say there. There is no one meal for you fits everybody. It's it's learning what food does for your body, how it makes you feel. Okay. I just ate a whole bunch of pasta because that was for lunch and now it's four o'clock and I'm feeling lethargic and tired and I can't get any energy and I'm having to reach for another coffee or whatever it is. Think that is what you should, to me, that is what people should be focusing on is, is your awareness. Okay. Yes. I am at McDonald's with all my friends. But being aware of your choices that you're making, you could still be in that energy. You could still give that energy of the group and be in that energy and still pick the grilled chicken sandwich while all your friends are picking the Big Mac. Yeah. They're not. And and to me, if your friends are to be like looking at you all weird, that's just for you to kind of just take in. It's not yeah. saying that they're not your they're not bad friends. They're not good people or they're not your friends. It's just. Okay, I am now a little bit more aware of where we are in our relationship when it comes to me and what I'm needing to do. It's not that you're judging me or that you're saying no, I can't do that. I just I'm now just more aware of where we are in the relationship with what I'm needing to do for myself. Where yeah. you are, whether it's you're just you know you why would you do that? Or it's, okay, cool, maybe it's not encouragement, maybe it is. Whatever it is that your friend is giving you, if you feel that judgment, if you still are accusing, it's just, it's just, all that is is just information for you to know, okay, maybe if I am having a hard time, maybe that person isn't the person to go to <laughs> when, yeah. I'm, when I'm in the midst of struggling because they're just going to go, well, whatever, go ahead and eat that big why don't you just eat the big mac where yeah. another friend at that table might be like oh look at you awesome okay now i know when i'm struggling i can go to this person and they'll they'll be a support absolutely yeah it's it's, it's yeah it's your awareness and your relationship with food is is the key to it all um with with all of this you are a wellness for hospitals and all that stuff. So how do you bring this into place so that your workplace is safety, is safety first, healthy, happy, flowing properly, especially right now with this huge pandemic because it's yeah. probably just exploded tenfolds of what you were usually doing beforehand. Um, how, how are you managing that and can you give anybody or any other businesses that might be so open, whether it's just a couple employees in the store, it's online, how can companies keep themselves safe at a time like this? 
Um, I, I think uh, without delving into the, the confidentiality of the organization, just want to put it out. Of course, of course. I think what I what I can really recommend every organization to do right now, um, and and again, every organization is different. And you've heard me mention that I'm currently working seven days, 24-hour availability. And that's just the nature of I'm in healthcare. And my yeah. organization wellness is for our front line, right? Um, the essential worker, um, our nurses, our doctors, our ED department, um, all of the, the critical care units and so forth, the entire um, healthcare force that is currently on site um, on every any given day. So probably the, what I'm currently doing is um, a lot of support around um, helping them to be mindful. So breathing exercises, um, stretching exercises, um, roaming, going out on unit. Um, you heard me mention that I'm sitting on task force, a staff connection task force to help support, um, learn, educate, respond, take feedback back, listen to our um, employees. Because obviously, as you can imagine, there's a mountain of information that's going on uh, back and forth, and it, it the government changes. It's a little, it's overload, and and it's it's building that awareness um, amongst the team that they have the support, they have the, the the team that's dedicated, they have the leadership, uh, which I'm so proud. I'm gonna just put on record right now that I'm so proud to be working for the Scarborough Health Network in this time, and to be able to do what I do is 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 a lot of work but it's completely a labor of love um it when i went to school to do my workplace wellness and health promotion i i, I always knew why i wanted to be in, in the workplace helping others to reach their goals with or without a pandemic <laughs> um, so i'm so happy to to report that our leadership um from my director and manager up to vp uh to the entire organization has would have really um, allowed um, a huge conversation around the health and well-being. It is their focus to empower, inspire, and enable um, the employee and professional medical staff um, to look after their, their, their self-care and support each other. And my role, I feel, is that of of exactly that um, is to go around and remind them that they deserve a break. They deserve three to five minutes of, of whether it's a little Zumba routine or, um, like I said, the stretching and breathing. Um, also, I think one of the best tips for organizations is you have a wellness program in place already. Uh, look at what you can modify to make it virtual. So, because don't forget, we may have some employees that are off, that are in isolation or in quarantine or just working from home because they're, that's what we're, what they're doing, right? Yep. Um, also, we don't want to forget about our employees that are off anyways, you know, whether they're on mat leave or, you know, on short term disability or long term for whatever reasons, right? If they're, they're at home, they're still part of our community. So, Having your um, your internet, your web pages accessible and up to date. Um, make sure that you're including any virtual um, um, information um, to them. We don't want to yep. a remote user. So it, mod modifying your existing program is probably the best way to go. Um, coming up with a strategy, modifying your existing strategy or dashboard, however however you've um, uh, broken down your your programming. Um, looking at your pillars, if you don't have a mental health or psychological health uh, program, you may want to look at one. 
there's a lot of great resources out there that are reputable, that are government-based. Um, that the governments um, or you know uh, medical associations have pulled together. So things like uh, CAMH and the Mental Health Commission, and even um, well, well together, uh, well, and um, the federal government is, you know, there's a lot of um, therapists out there that are uh, have sort of put together virtual um, uh, coaching sessions and 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 therapy sessions for those that need. Again, your online fitness, um, your partnerships. Um, who who do you who's around your area? Like, look around, look look around your office. Um, um, can you do anything with your, your local partners, your benefits company? Reach out to your benefits company um, and ask them, hey, what can you do to help me? Um, you know, even getting, reaching out to your local retailers like your, your grocery stores and uh, be proactive. HR, if you, if, you, if you don't have wellness, there's up there, it's not too late to start. It really isn't. Use this as, as a springboard to start a program. Um, Trust me, you don't have to have a huge budget. There's so many resources out there. You just, just need to do your research. You just need to check in uh, involve, and involve your community in your organization. It's not just wellness responsibility or workplace health, um, health and safety responsibility. It is HR. It is OD. It is health and safety. It is spiritual care. It is um, your joint health and safety committee, right? Yep. It, it doesn't have to be. It can be your your certified for CPR in your organization. You know what? That in itself is their first responder, right? Yes. So to come together and come up with something, create a wellness committee, and yeah. two or three. Look at the research. If, if if you're doing nothing else but but providing um, information on how to support physical health at work or for your employees at home or how to support psychological. You don't even need to put money in it. All you need to be is that con that conduit for the information to and distribute it. You know, that's all you need to do. Um, so I really do encourage all organizations if they have not got a wellness program um, or a robust one, use this as a springboard to start because we're going to have um, and and you put this in the news reports. You know, our our needs for mental health uh, awareness and psychological health supports. Um, even after now, we're actually in the, in, 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 we're already planning our recovery phase of wellness. Um, I created the emergency preparedness active phase. We're now in active to recovery and now we're working for recovery. And because we know this is going to end, right? We know this is going to end. We just yeah. don't. End. <laughs> yeah. And yes. The world is changing. And, um, you know, let's take advantage to also the sort of the free advertising we're getting for wellness right now. Think about the news. I, I was, I woke up one morning and I put the radio on. I'm a Chum FM listener. And I just went, I was just reading my, did I change channels? Because all I heard was be kind to everybody, respect the physical distancing, help yourself. And I'm hearing all this stuff and I'm going, wow, it really into me. We've changed. Like, yes. Ads have changed. Like we're selling wellness. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, this is wonderful, right? Yeah. And I'm just going, yay! We should have been playing these messages a few months ago. <laughs> just we, we, we should have. Yeah. It was like, and it's, it's wild how something 
like this, all us trainers, what, whatever it is, all of us have already practice. chosen to be in this. We've field. already we before before COVID, we were the people that were like, okay, guys, get moving, even if it's just five minutes while walking, or maybe even if it's just during the commercials while watching TV, just move, jumping jacks, whatever. We're just we were the people that were trying to get the wellness aspect out there to everybody. Yeah. And yeah. there were so many quick fixes and to do this, these 10 steps and you got this and here's this diet that suits everybody and everybody and it will make you however much pounds and this much. Yeah. But yet we were still the most obese society that the world has ever seen, but yet it was all over the place. Yeah. Now, it's like Mother Nature was like, you don't want to listen? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it, she really made us have to, we as professionals now, it's kind of like she's, she's taken like the overload off and was like, I'll, I'll take it from here, guys. Poof. Your health is very important. If you're somebody that struggles with diabetes, if you're somebody that has, you know, not the greatest cardiovascular system, if you are not moving around, if you're not eating properly, something like this, unfortunately, can get you. Absolutely. Recover. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is taking some people's lives. Yes. And it's it's just a big shift that I've seen that has really opened people's mind to really going, okay, I really do need to just, take care of me sometimes yeah. and the amount of people that I've seen joining fitness groups because now it's online and they can yeah. feel comfortable doing it at their own houses oh I really wanted to try this class but everybody that I see normally at the gym is really fit and they're throwing around crazy weights and I'm just not there so I don't want to try it oh my god it's at home doing the class they're like I love that class yeah. Now they're now more engaged into a community that they were already in, or now their a community is adopting somebody and taking them in, and it's just it's been a beautiful thing I have I have seen of connection in a whole different way that doesn't make us professionals that are in the wellness and the fitness industry have to bang our head off so much it's just yeah. like it's there now it and i feel that after this that that aspect of taking care of yourself and, and your wellness i think is going to stick more than than what any other quick fixes and and stuff that has happened before and i think like you said people are now going to start understanding that it's not a quick fix. It is a journey. It is consistent. It's consistency. It's learning your relationship with food. It's learning when to take rest, when to move the body, when to, when to be present in each scenario so that you can bring the best wellness to yourself in a lifetime journey, not just right now. Yeah, I, 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 100%, Candace, and I, and I think what I'd like to sum that up as is the world is being reset. Yes. Um, the world is being reset. Your organization's being reset. Your personal life is being reset. Yes. And it's, 
we may not have any control. Well, we, we don't have any control over the world. Okay. That, that nope. is their nature de de determining, de determining that. The organization. Well, if you are someone in an organization that is, you know, uh, focused on wellness or has that ability to influence, uh, to empower your colleagues or your organization to, to start wellness, now's your chance. Yes. Personally, it's it's a bit more it's a bit more deeper than that. It's it's about your own personal um, journey, you know, into the physical support, psychological, and your social. And it's interesting because COVID, as you mentioned, is a respiratory illness, and we know better than anyone, you know, when when people are in in awe, and even for myself, when I after I run that mile. On the treadmill, and I'm up hitting now level 6.1, 6.2, 6.3 at some point. Yep. Out of breath, I'm like, but I'm doing it, and I feel great afterwards. Yes. Because there's two things. Yes, I'm strong and I've got muscle, but I'm also my immune system. My heart is strong. Yes. Insides, right? Those organs. Exercise isn't just about the outward looking how we look on the outside that's a that's a bonus yes You're, to be quite honest how we look on the outside is actually a bonus because it's not the outside that will keep us going it's our inside if our heart isn't strong if our kidneys don't function if our immune system is weak if our organs are failing yep it doesn't matter how good i look on the outside yep you're still going down Exactly. So we have to remember that when we get ourselves fit, when we go to the gym, when we exercise, when we eat healthy, when we um, practice good mental health practices and, and, and good social, social health behavior, we're actually helping ourselves stay alive. Yes. Okay. Or not. We're giving ourselves a fighting chance. Because again, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to prescribe. You know, I, I wish they would prescribe that. That's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different <laughs> You got to get somebody on podcast and talk about prescribing exercise. <laughs> but it's, it's, you're giving yourself a fighting chance. And that's all you yes. do. You want to minimize risk. And it's the same with any wellness program and organization. You're never going to eliminate risk. You're never going to ensure that you never have absenteeism or you never have presenteeism or you never have anybody off on LTD or SDD, um, short-term disability, long-term disability. Or, or get injured in the workplace. All we can do is minimize risk, create awareness, give knowledge, give examples, create that conversation to keep them going and to keep them happy. Yes. Uh, I think wellness should, should be mandatory in an organization, to be quite honest. I'm throwing it out there. Um, not so easy in the public sector, maybe, but maybe businesses should, you know, make that part of their business plan. I right? think so advocate for that and and again it doesn't have to be hugely expensive but it's and it's not even something you can bring consultants in to, to get your plan together get your champions and then where you go there you go and you, you maintain there's lots of ways to bring health and wellness to your organization you just have to want to do it and i really do want to encourage organizations that don't have that right now and again i'll say as i said this earlier find a way to make it happen because probably going to I can see about that 80-20 rule. 80% of your employees are going to come back to the office and they're going to go, hey, wellness. I wish we had that. That could have helped me. 
Yes. Could have been maybe something that could have helped me get through this, through this. Even if you, because a lot of people are only temporarily laid off and then they get off that, right? So having something for them to support themselves. Yes. The financial, huge. Get that. The government's looking after you, you know, go through that process. But the rest of it, while you're at home, right? Um, really, really would. I'd like to challenge every organization. In Canada, in this, in the world, <laughs> in the world, to uh, to find out, uh, um, how do I get a wellness program going in my organization? How do I keep it alive? How do I get it started? Do you are there like any? Are there like a couple main components? Like I know physical and, and mental, but like, are there any like key factors that? somebody should really implement into their wellness program and say if somebody's like okay well fitness and nutrition and mental and stuff what are some like key points that they can start off with and just kind of go from there so do you have any that you can share yeah well i'm going to refer you to um a, a document called the c uh cz uh 10003 the national standards of canada so the this is the I've actually I'm also studying my occupational health and safety management certificate, but before that when I one of the education pieces I learned from my mental health course was around um the thirteen work related psychological risk factors. So okay. such as organizational culture, um engagement, um psych- protection of psychological safety, psychological support. These are the foundations. So if you don't know anything about wellness, okay, you don't have to go back to school like I did for a year and study and learn about program planning. Um, I would actually do, I would get access to the document. It's through the uh, Canadian Standards Association. And Candace, I can send you the link after so you can post it. Yeah. Yes, please do. And become familiar with that document. It's a 75-page document. I'm not saying read all 75 pages, but it really speaks to um, planning for something like this, for planning, you know, your organization. Uh, but it also gives you a framework. A lot of organizations have people in transformation divisions or people divisions. And sometimes it's strictly just HR, but the bigger you are, the more likely you are to have different divisions to look after your people, right? Okay. Your, people, your employees are your greatest asset. Right? Yes. Your employees, you will look after your your customer, client, member, guest, whatever, however they're defined. And so looking at these 13, if you base your, your wellness programming on these, you actually cover organizational development and diversity. You cover HR. You cover health and safety. So it's really just, um, it's, it's a starting point for you to look okay. at how you run your organization as far as people are concerned. Um, also the, the, Ontario, the, um, the, your, your health and safety, right? Your, your, um, it's, it's a legislation, right? There's a lot of health and safety is actually very proactive. It is actually, it, and it has a wellness component to it. So looking at those two things, like maybe if all you have in your organization is a joint health and safety committee, ask them to come up with wellness, talk to them about it, or develop a committee, or transfer your, your social committee into your wellness committee, or do both. Be um, in an area that has uh, that can help enable and build that that wellness program. Um, that is the best thing. 
Um, other than that, you can also reach out to your benefits company. If you have, um, if you have, if you're a company that gives out, have benefits for your employees, that's probably the best starting point. Um, you know, I'm, I'm also happy to talk to anyone that, you know, uh, has any questions regarding wellness or how to get started, you know, happy to, to always, you know, network and, and help people along. It's, 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 there's, it's, there's no secrets. <laughs> it's yeah. just about finding the right fit, um, for the organization. And, and there's people that do that in their businesses. Um, a lot of online tools, Guarding Minds is, is another, um, one, but I think it's, it's really, how do you, um, what's your starting point? And I, I'm, the, the three pillars that I mentioned, physical health, psychological health, which is also known as mental health and social health are the, are the three primary ones. You also want to, you know, do an operational plan, um, and look at that to basically do an assessment. So the generalized program planning model, and I won't give you a lesson in this, in this podcast, but, um, that is something else you may want to Google and look up. I've okay. Taken that program. Um, and customized it to um, connect and engage internal um, program that I'm uh, giving out to departments. Um, I basically, because being one wellness coordinator, we have a lot of departments that are very proactive and 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 focus on their own self care, and they want to um, they want to uh, help themselves. So yeah. I've taken on that role of almost as a support and a consultant to them. I've written a workbook um, called Connect and Engage. And, That's amazing. Yeah, and sort of used a more de- design thinking approach. And it really basically outlines how you do a wellness program in your department. So it could be a unit of 10. It could be a unit of 100. So wow. that's something I'm actually kind of hoping, you know, one day I could sort of put that out there in the world. And, <laughs> and let me rephrase that. One day I... One day I will put that out there in the world. See, yeah, practice what I preach, right? <laughs> I will put it out there and have it published so so people can uh, can can learn from it. And uh, you know, I mean, I love what I'm doing here at SHM, but I, again, I would love wellness to be, uh, you know, that that th- this let's forget COVID and spread wellness, right? <laughs> yes, yes. This wellness forces you to look after yourself, you know, without doing any damage. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, though, like that one saying says, when I become, when illness becomes, no, when I becomes we, illness becomes wellness. Yeah. That's that, right? Yeah. Some, that's some, good. Some yeah. That. I love that because it, it is, it is true. We need to, um, illness is somewhere in the body and it's, it, our body is a great indicator at, at telling us um, what it needs. We as humans just don't like listening sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's true. Whether it's emotional, um, emotional stress, physical strains, pain, whatever it is, uh, mental work, tired, exhaustion, um, our body is very keen at going, okay, here's, here's the signal. I'm telling you something. I'm sending you information. And it's whether or not our whole mind, body, soul wants to connect and go, okay, you know what? Today, I'm really emotional. My body's not moving functionally. I'm sore when I move. Maybe today's more of a day where I stretch and meditate. I calm my brain down. I allow my body to relax instead of going, nope, 
today I said it was day four, so I have to do this program. Well, no, because now the next day you're even more sore. Sometimes, yeah, you need to you need to go. Okay, you need to first off, you need to think: Am I just being lazy and I don't want to do day four because it has heavy weights, right. or is it I just right now that exercises those exercises are not going to do me any good physically mentally i'm not going to be lifting properly my mind's not going to be in it so maybe it is just a day for me to just relax and switch the days day five is now going to be my day four and i'm going to take day five and make it my day four and just allow my brain to decompress so that when I go to those weights, I can actually connect my mind and body together so I'm not injuring myself. It's very it's 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 crazy how we just have to yeah, just be aware and just do what is necessary for you and bring it to the team. Yeah. Wherever you are. And uh-huh. and obviously know that what is one like what works for you share it but learn that it might not always work for that person or your team learn how to adapt and adjust absolutely what um so what are some things that a company can do right now to make sure big companies like the hospitals and stuff right now that are the main servers um, what are some things that a hospital can do or a company or management can do to make sure, you know, our nurses, our doctors are being adequately supported the way that they need to mentally? I, I'm not talking about the mask and all that stuff. We can't control yeah. that. We're doing yeah. our best to get them. But how I know you say you're going in, are you doing like, breaks with them like where you're taking the doctors and the nurses and you're doing like breath work like how are you how are you implementing so that like a 12-hour shift for a doctor is not like oh my god yeah that's exactly it i mean we 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 have we had an existing wellness program education about breathing exercises and and stretch and go um we had so we had our two on-site fitness centers which we, we we've obviously closed for the duration um and what we, what I did is I, I took those brochures and we, we, we have a, a cart, which is completely, um, wiped downable. You know, we can sanitize it. We are dressed, um, you know, in appropriate PPE. We go into the departments on their breaks. We completely respect physical distancing. Um, we do small groups. We hand out the information. I've left my contact details. Um, I can, you know, I'm there to listen, to support, to lend an ear. Um, we give, we give out information on our employee family assistance program, which is another thing organizations can tap into if they have that. Uh, we give out, uh, and then we do demos. We offer demos. So we're not in departments, uh, at, at high stress times or we, we simply go in when they, and it's like three to five minutes. Okay. Uh, and we just go around, depending on the size of the department, um, we, t- we sometimes just go in to make appointments and then come back. Um, but all, luckily, as I said, I have two, my two fitness instructors supporting wellness right now. So each one is stationed at each of the sites. And, um, and on the weekends, I do most of my roaming, which is why I'm at work today. 
and get stuck to the departments. And sometimes we do a little Zumba. You know, it's just, it's really, they're empowered. Um, they're empowered. And I think what the knowledge that we're there, the knowledge, even if we can't do a break in that moment for whatever reason, just them knowing that we are there um, helps them. Um, they're yeah. taking our photos and doing some videos for themselves so they can actually watch it during the day. We just left the department a little while ago and they videoed it. And I'm like, oh, they're like, do you mind? I'm like, no, no, I teach them, but I'm video away. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So, you know, that has gone over really well. We had a lot of positive feedback and wellness is alive and it's well, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, yeah. Discover Health Network and it's growing and I'm super excited about the future and the emergence of this and you know, that is really what you, what you do. I mean, you, you, you look at ways, what, what, you know, you've got to respect the, the procedures and policies and, and, and everything you need. And, and not every organization can necessarily go into a unit. Um, so it, it really, but there's lots of ways to make wellness happen virtual. I mean, managers that are at home or call in, say, you know, during a rough patch just to support their team. They can use FaceTime, they can use Zoom, they can use, um, you know, WhatsApp just to, and that face, the visualization is, like I said to you, the social connection doesn't have to be um, social distancing. It's it's physical distancing, but keep, even if it's just a visual, like you're seeing your manager or somebody on, on your iPhone or on your phone, um, that makes the world a difference. Yes. Um that that's what I've been able to do. I don't think I've done anything extra special, um, other than take what we already had um, and just going around to talk about it and share it and give the existing program. So have we spent oodles and oodles of money? No, not on creating new things. Um, it's been a lot of my voice, my information, my um, my two fitness instructors. Um, the organization as a whole, our communications, um, it's really a joint effort. We have our spiritual care. We have our engagement specialist, HR. Like there's so many different, different ways to, to support health and wellness in this organization right now. And, you know, I just feel like, um, my, my job is just to, to remind them that they're not alone and we are stronger together. Yes. 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 Um, I, I don't really know where I'm going to go from here. Um, <laughs> is there any, is there any, how to end this? <laughs> yeah, um, because you, you've, you've given a lot of really great information for yourself, so for people to take in for themselves, to work on themselves, but also like as a team, as a, as a workplace. Is there anything final that you feel that needs to get out there, that needs to be shared? Um, whether it's individualized for someone's self just to be with themselves or for workplace safety, wellness, whatever it is. Um, gosh, that's so many things. I think, I think I'll do it on a personal level and an organizational level and maybe on the world level. So on, on a personal level, I think it's just don't be afraid to change. Uh, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Yes. Don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Um, 
find that circle of care for yourself already because, and it doesn't have to be a whole huge bunch of people. It doesn't. Um, Stay safe. Don't ignore people in the street. Say hello. Say good morning. Six feet is not too far away to yell good morning to your neighbor. Um, people that are actually on the buses, on on the roads that you, you do see crossing the street, they probably are an essential worker for the most part. And we're still people too. <laughs> and um, we still need to feel that social connection. We, we, we are out there. We, we, we have to be, but we also choose to be. We, we knew this by taking our jobs in our industry. Um, and, you know, just, I, I, and I also, I want to shout out to all those that have stopped me and thanked me for being in the healthcare. And I'm not even on the front line. I just support the front line. Um, which is huge. You are doing a lot of, you are doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, it's, 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 it's really empowering. I was in shoppers yesterday and again, you know, not waiting for my Sephora delivery, <laughs> um, get something, you know, and I didn't know any of the products in shoppers because I go to Sephora. Um, and she took her time to give me some of the best customer service I've ever had. And we had a great, oh, so, you know, we're all essential workers right now. And I think we need to support each other in that. We're not out to spread germs and to, you know, break the rules. We're out because we, we, we want to keep the, we're keeping the world going. Yes. So, you know, that's that's my feedback on that. Um, from an or, from a organizational perspective, um, I, like I said, remind you if you don't have wellness in the organization or an awareness of it or a big enough awareness, or now's the time to act. Um, find out if you have an employee family assistance program. Reach out to them. Your benefits program. Uh, reach out to, to anyone you may know um, in your circle that has balance in their organization. Find out how they did it. Um, reach out to me if you want to. Happy to, happy to, you know, have a conversation with anyone now wanting some tips on, on how to how to look at their their wellness, whether it's organizationally or on a personal level. Um, from a world perspective, I'm going to say three words, and I want us to remember them. And I want us to say them. And I want us to think about them. We are stronger together. That's probably four words. I want you to say this with me, okay? We're going to say it in unison, all right? We are stronger, stronger. together. Virtual hug. <laughs> virtual hug. Big <laughs> virtual hug. Um, so I would like to say thank you for joining me again on the podcast. I love reconnecting with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for honestly all that you're doing to make sure that our nurses, our doctors, everybody in the hospital is staying mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually healthy, prepared. And, and, and giving that support for them so if they do feel like they're slipping in one area, they have it. Thank you so very much. It honestly, it is bigger than what I think you believe um, it is because we need those we need those people. We need all of our essential workers because, yes, it is keeping our world going when the world is trying to tell the rest of us to stop. So thank you, thank you, thank you. 
my final question, because it might have changed since we talked last, is what is your perspective on positivity? Oh, that's a big question to end with, Candice. <laughs> what is my perspective on positivity? Um, you can never be without it. Ah, I like that. Be without it. I like that. You should never be without it in the world. You should never be without it in the workplace. But most importantly, you should never be without it within yourself. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, thank you once again. You enjoy your day. Take time and rest. You are I promise. Busy. I promise. <laughs> I will be on you. I'll be messaging you to make sure that you are taking time to rest. Um, and always, like, once again, keep bringing that beautiful self to the world because you are making such a big difference. Thank you very, very much, Candace. It's been a pleasure. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. And we'll chat soon. Yes. Okay. Well, my friends, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Philippa. If you guys did, please like, share, comment on the episode, comment on the podcast, uh, like, share, rate, and review the podcast. It truly does help get all of the guest speakers out there to the world for all of their value and insights and inspiration, I believe, um, deserve to be heard by everybody. So if you feel that somebody needs to hear this episode or any of my episodes, go ahead, share it with them. I appreciate it. I appreciate you and the time that you give me for listening to my episodes. And it's now time to go out and do something positive and be positive.